It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Tropics continue to be very active as we look at uh, tropical depression Aaron and Hurricane Dorian. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. I'm joined by Dan Kotlowski from AccuWeather, one of the world's foremost experts on hurricanes and this is weather insider for wednesday august 28th we are in our evening edition and we're at episode number 128 and dan thanks a lot for being here okay and what we're going to do first off is talk about aaron it's uh, to the east of uh, cape hatteras it's moving northward but it is going to turn more to the northeast and, and even though it's not directly affecting the uh, northeast and mid-atlantic coastline it is having some effects it's having rip currents and all kinds of uh, tidal impacts from Cape Hatteras on northward. And also, it's helping funnel some rain into New England. It is. It is. Uh, it's a depression. It does have a circulation with it. Um, it's not a tropical storm or hurricane, by all means. Um, and it's not producing phenomenal waves or anything like that. But again, I'll, you don't need much out there to cause rough surf. But uh, as you said, it's moving northward. It's a dep- depression simply because it can't get its act together. It's, it's a very strongly sheared system, and so it's unlikely that it will ever uh, be much more than just what it is right now. Now, as it transitions to a non-tropical system, then it might... Uh, stre- uh, strength a little bit, so don't be surprised if winds are up to like 35, uh, 35 knots or about 40 miles an hour or so uh, tomorrow, tomorrow night then. And Dan, when that happens, where will it be located when it, if it does strengthen a little bit? It'll be just south, kind of just to the south of Nova Scotia, and actually it should make landfall somewhere over southern, I mean what's left, I mean there'll be a low pressure area moving inland over southern Nova Scotia, uh, just east of Yarmouth, and then probably uh, tracking uh, just inland and course obviously we'll have to deal with um, uh, heavy rain and gusty winds with that but it should pass either over just to the west of Halifax and then probably take a uh, move through the easternmost portion of the uh, St. Lawrence uh, Seaway right, right there and of course it will move also over Prince Edward Island as well. And so from Cape Hatteras all the way up into the Canadian Maritimes up past Halifax and Nova Scotia rough surf strong rip currents some minor coastal flooding and across new england with that plume of tropical moisture at ahead of this system we're going to get a lot of rain uh, wednesday night into thursday morning across new england and some flash flooding problems so there goes aaron but all eyes are now being turned to the uh, to the southeast to hurricane uh, dorian now a category one system it will be passing it is passing just north and northeast of puerto rico it'll then head into the bahamas and during the course of this afternoon uh we here at accuweather or have adjusted the track as it moves toward florida a little bit farther south mm-hmm. we also have a fairly strong feeling that it's going to strengthen into a category three as it approaches the florida coast by no means is it certain that it's going to do that or hit the Florida coast, but the most likely is a hit on the Florida coast. And as I said, we're adjusting the track a little bit southward instead of from the space coast on northward, south of the space coast. So, Dan, talk specifically about, at this point, 
why it's going to strengthen, where it's going to strengthen, and where and when we think it's going to hit Florida. Okay. Well, first of all, like you said, it's it's moving away from Virgin, the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico. It really slammed the Virgin Islands with hurricane-force winds, and there's still going to be very uh, strong winds and, and heavy rain across those islands, uh, Vequay and uh, Calubra as well. That's the two islands just east of uh, Puerto Rico. And extreme northeastern Puerto Rico may also see some stuff yet this evening, but for the most part, it's moving away from that area. And, and let, me, let me interrupt you one yeah. second and ask this, Dan. Obviously, two years ago now, uh, Maria devastating the island of Puerto Rico. They're still recovering. Uh, what kind of impact is this happening uh, is this occurring on Puerto Rico Wednesday evening, Wednesday night? Well, ex- extreme eastern Puerto Rico had has had some pretty good rain and some strong winds. And as fragile as the infrastructure is in some of those areas, I'm sure there are uh, going to continue to be some problems. Now, I've been told they have numerous power outages during the day. So all this is doing is exasperating that and exasper- uh, <laughs> exasperating that. <laughs> but anyhow, the, the, the big issue there is the fact that it did not make a direct hit on Puerto Rico. So it could have been a lot worse. But the Virgin Islands, keep in mind, they were slammed with Irma and also they were sideswiped by Maria and they, they were hit hard today. Uh, there was uh, some reports of elevated uh, winds of over 80 miles an hour uh, mostly in gusts, you know. So some of the higher terrain really uh, uh, saw some very, very phenomenal wind gusts. And, of course, very heavy rain is continuing across that area. Now, this storm is going to head just east of the Turks and Caicos and east of the uh, southern Bahamas, and that's going to gradually turn westward. Why? High pressure to the east of Bermuda Azores High is out there. It's going to build westward, and that high now is projected to build a lot stronger to the west. So uh, and that's toward, why, toward, the, uh, toward the U.S. coastline. Exactly, line. and that's the reason why we are taking the track a little bit more. It'll, it'll turn more to the west then as we get into Sunday and Sunday night then. So, Dan, when will it hit? Uh, at least, you know, right now is our best our, our best uh, idea. And, and approximately where will it hit and why do we think it's going to strengthen from a one to a three? Yeah, well, getting to the strengthening part is is the fact that you've got warm water. The shear will be will be uh, not that great. There will be some shear, but not that great. The big issue is the fact that it won't have the dry air that was, that was you know, causing major issues with it the last few days. The air is very moist and unstable over uh, east of the Bahamas where it's going to track. So, uh, so ideal conditions are going to allow it to become a major hurricane as we get into the weekend. And, and it may happen as early as maybe first thing Saturday. And, def- and a three definitely is a major hurricane. And then, again... Timing for where it makes landfall and where? Okay, so timing of landfall, it'll be landfall Sunday evening, somewhere roughly between Miami and probably uh, Melbourne, somewhere in that general area through there. So uh, Miami's not out of the woods. It's very possible this thing could slam right into Miami, but anywhere between Miami and uh, and uh, Daytona Beach, right, or I mean uh, Melbourne, is is certainly the area. Now, keep in mind that the, the effects of the hurricane expand pretty far out. Now, people said, well, this is a small hurricane. Believe me, if this becomes a major hurricane, it'll double, maybe triple in size. So it'll be a much larger hurricane than what it is right now. So that means storm surge uh, along the coast. Uh, it means strong winds along the coast. And then it means a lot of rain for Florida 
where will it go from there once it makes some landfall? Where are its heavy rains headed mm-hmm. and, its, and its wind gusts? Well, the heaviest rain is going to fall across basically over central Florida, roughly on a line north of from Miami to about uh, Fort Myers, so out north of there. And uh, the rain could expand even all the way up into northern Florida as well. It's going to track, again, it's going to maintain its integrity. It'll be a well-wrapped-up storm, so we still think it'll be a hurricane moving across Florida, even during the uh, during uh, Sunday night and into Monday. And then it's going to move into the Gulf of Mexico. We don't know how much into the Gulf of Mexico, but it's, it's, it's heading that way. All the models are taking it in that direction. So it's very possible it may not uh, weaken uh, under hurricane strength when it does that. And then that will take it very close to just south of Orlando and pretty close to Tampa. So, Dan, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, over the last uh, 20, 24 hours from uh, Tuesday night to uh, Wednesday evening, uh, we've seen the storm, uh, the center of the storm kind of weaken and then regenerate to the north by 75 miles or so, sparing a, a, a lot of Puerto Rico rather than hit, moving right over or south of Puerto Rico, now north of Puerto Rico. But that also meant that uh, less uh, being ripped apart by the mountains of Puerto Rico and especially Hispaniola, it means that the system is going to get stronger as it heads toward Florida. So a lot of changes yes. have taken place in the last 24 hours. What kind of changes are possible in the next 24 hours. Well, the biggest issue is going to be, okay, the track forecast. You know, it's very possible. If that high-pressure area does not build strongly like we're thinking, then it's possible it could track much further north. And that's the reason why we're telling people like in Georgia, coastal Georgia, and the coastal Carolinas, to, hey, you got to pay attention to this, this storm system. Uh, another issue would be there's a little upper-level storm system that's located over the Bahamas that's going to back southwestward. If that upper-level storm does not back southwestward, then it will exert shear over top of Dorian, and that would cause that would lessen the chance of it becoming a major hurricane. But uh, all indications are it's going to back southwest. So Dan, Dan just gave us some insider information about what to look for, uh, but uh, he also gave us a reason why you want to be joining us again on Thursday because a lot has changed from Tuesday to Wednesday, and a lot more may change from Wednesday to Thursday, and uh, we'll be here with in-depth information. You can uh, certainly do that on AccuWeather.com, the AccuWeather Television Network. We'll be here with our podcast for Weather Insider. And an interesting thing, Dan, I want to leave folks with, uh, you want to uh, check the latest radar on the AccuWeather.com site, you can uh, see the radar from Puerto Rico, right. and uh, we have coverage there now. Uh, as the system moves away to the northeast, we're going to lose some of that coverage, but you can actually see the radar now. It might be very interesting to take a look at and see that you can actually see the center of the storm, the eye, so that'll be very interesting. But we want folks to join us again uh, on Thursday. We're going to have more information, more updates on the tropics. 